Hello and welcome back to Boston This week's incredulous installment will feature commentary from comrades Scott, Joe, Hava, and myself. Discussion topics include drone strikes past and present, who's actually responsible for the Texas abortion ban, which Catholic countries are working to legalize abortions, how Marty Walsh gives no shit to the new gig, why 80s music pisses me off, what distinguishes Michelle Wu from the rest of Boston's mayoral candidates, and big fat brown bears. Sorry the episode's late, I had shit to do. Please do us a favor, share this content. Do yourself a favor, enjoy your Man, you had so many young men, women, whatever, who just feel humiliated and pointless because capitalism has taken away their hopes for any sort of future at a career or, or even fucking breathing oxygen, oxygen on this earth, you know? So for us to not try and be accommodating to those type of people with transgressive art, I think is one of the dumbest fucking things on earth. <laughs> So you confirmed that you listened to last week's episode. I did. It was hilarious. Actually, I have an answer to one of the questions that was asked. There we go. Yep, you've, you took the lead. Okay, go off. <laughs> the question about what happened in Afghanistan. We did technically leave, but not really. Like, the only people that are left really are, like, diplomatic staff. And, like, there are a few troops there for, like, the sake of appearances and to, like, facilitate, like, the evacuation of the diplomatic corps. But, like, the military presence is pretty much gone. And from what I've gathered and the way I look at what happened with the bombing is the whole point of that was to try to cross the bow to get across the point of, like, hurry the hell up, get your things, and get the fuck out of this country. Yeah. It was really trying to, like, get across that point of, like, we mean business. Now, please, the love of God, get the fuck you mean out. You the servicemen were killed, right? The U.S. servicemen? Yes. And then, like, the civilians were just kind of collateral damage because they were there. Yeah, and then our drone bomb was obviously just like a, well, fuck you back, so. Anytime I have to deal with a lib going on about the troops, I just, I always tell them the same thing. Google Obama Yemen wedding. Or Google Kunduz hospital bombing. I'm going to Google Obama Yemen wedding right now. And you will find articles about all of the, the wedding parties we drone striked over the years in Yemen. Why are people angry that we're in their country? Or you could look up the uh, the intercepts reporting on the uh, death squads we've been running in Afghanistan for the past three years, in which we were literally training and running militia death squads whose goal was to murder three teenage boys under the logic of they can't have any opportunities to join the Taliban if they're killed before they have the opportunity to grow up. For transparency, <laughs> the results I got include a video entitled Airstrike on Yemen Wedding Party Kills Over 130 and Yemenis, Drone Strike Turned Wedding into Funeral and Obama Unapologetic About Drone Massacre. <laughs> so... Uh. Remember when everybody was like, yeah. so what if the guy threw a shoe at me? Like that guy was the bad guy. And mm-hmm. then Obama. He was. Won, like got the Nobel Prize for like 
being elected president, I guess. And then, but yeah, then basically. he just continued all the same fucking policies. Yeah, arguably in some instances. Capitalism, one hand washing the other, one hand of the Democrats jiggling the balls of the Republicans. Just That's the cycle. That's can't, it's never ta- it's not talked capital. about enough that Obama actually dramatically increased the size of the drone program. Like, he expanded it something like 30, 40-fold. Nobel Priest, Peace Prize winner, Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. Which is a good reminder that <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you shouldn't trust anybody who uh, has listened to the advice of Henry Kissinger voluntarily. That's why I don't trust anybody with a middle name Hussein. <laughs> I mean, in this... Uh, I mean, Obama stopped the Honestly. fucking NBA strike and all this shit. Obama sucks. He really Fuck does. that guy. He does. I got an email earlier today from some... Uh, some stupid, like, lib email. I get a billion automated ones. And it says, Supreme Court well, Justice. You gotta with this problem Barack now. Obama? I just got off the phone bunch of- with Chuck Schumer. It's all ending now. It's like, whoa. I'm so glad Sorry. I figured out. Yeah, exactly. How to <laughs> turn all those off. I, like, threatened the guy at the server. <laughs> I should do that on the show. Anyway. Yes. Or at a meeting. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, we should probably get into the actual news this week. So... In uh, Texas, cruel irony sucks. Which we knew that. Ironically, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is actually to blame for Roe v. Wade effectively being overturned last week because it was a five to four vote, meaning that if RBG Ruth Bader Ginsburg had retired in 2013, like she should have, and gotten over her sense of vanity, hubris, and self-importance, and allowed a Democratic president with a Democratic majority Senate to replace her with someone who wasn't a arch-conservative Catholic with seven children, Roe v. Wade would still be intact today. But what actually happened is Ruth Bader Ginsburg got cancer for the third time, refused to retire, died, and was replaced by Amy Coney Barrett. And the Supreme Court last week voted five to four to basically overturn Roe v. Wade. So if you're in Texas trying to get an abortion, your best bet is go to New Mexico. It's the closest blue state. That's a terrible answer, but that's realistically probably the best bet for people who are trying mm. to get abortion in Texas right now. Go to New Mexico. Yo, Scott wants to know if you're referring to, uh, who? who do you want to know if he's referring to? <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> Amy Coney yeah. Barrett. No, he, yeah, he already said it. It's fine. I was just curious if you could hear me because my thing is oh, okay. Yeah, I could hear you. My thing's not making the waves. I see waves. I see the waves. You see some waves. Hey, that guy's a landlord. Fuck him. Anyways, sorry. (laughs) But yeah. New rock band waves. Abortion has basically been uh, somewhat criminalized. But okay, here's what I was going to say. Is that like Obama's other choice who would replace him or her, excuse me. Wasn't it Merrick Garland though? Yes. The current attorney general. Doesn't Merrick Garland like suck ass? Also, like he votes with the Supreme Court like 71% of the time. Yep. This outcome could have happened anyways. Again, capitalism, one hand washes the other. Well, that's actually the thing, though. Supreme Court. Garland wasn't nominated to be a replacement to Ginsburg. He was nominated to be the replacement when Scalia No, I know, but, like, if she had retired under Obama, is what I'm saying, like, then he probably would have gotten another shot. Yeah, actually, he would have, because Democrats controlled the Senate in 2013. Well, that was the fucking thing she should have done then, you fucking bitch. Anyways. Yeah, like, Obama made one good pick to the Supreme Court, or one and a half, because Sotomayor has actually been pretty good across the board, and Kagan is good sometimes on some issues, not the best on others. By good, you mean they're progressive? 
leaning. In Kagan's case, it's a progressive leaning, but like Sotomayor is pretty left wing across the board on all issues, really. All right. It's surprising that like Obama nominated someone who's been as good as Sotomayor has been because she's been consistently on the right side of most decisions. Okay. It's still the Supreme Court, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's an illegitimate branch of government, but like that kind of goes without saying. I mean, does it really, though? Because you can talk about <laughs> I mean, no, there's a lot of people <laughs> who have, like, <laughs> we're, we're gonna really believe anyway. in the institutional power of, I mean, like, Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, happened. I don't. I mean, there's many people. I know well, you don't, okay. Jude, but, like, also, the country does. <laughs> I know. We're but- talking about this, like, Mitch McConnell wouldn't have just done whatever the fuck he could to move to, like, block the nominee. Well, in 2013, he was in the minority. LOL. Yeah. But you know Obama, dude. Yeah, that's they the have thing. Like a like, I, he, like, majority. filled his cabinet with right-wing assholes. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, that's all. Well, his his cabinet was basically picked for him by Citibank. Shitty bank, more like it. Fuck them. More like Hey-o. bank of turds. <laughs> more like a bank of ass. Bank Today, I watched uh, Smudge <laughs> was taking a shit in the litter box and sabotaged, like, full-on just put his head directly under her butthole. <laughs> I love it. Why? I don't know. Because they're cats, Joe, and they're <laughs> curious creatures. David Sedaris had a thing where, like, his brother had two dogs, and one of them used to eat the other shit, and one of them used to, he was like, sometimes she just backs right up and eats that shit on tap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. We love it. Shit dogs. We're yeah, shit we dogs, that. Joe. Shit eating dogs. Shitting cats and dogs. Everything does it, Joe. Your your cats shit, you shit, dog shit. Everybody. No, instead of raining it. cats and dogs, it's shitting cats and dogs. It's yeah, it's raining cat and dog <laughs> shit. The fucking thing was right there, dude. Abortion effectively illegal in Texas. It's effectively somewhat criminalized across the country now. How so? The results of the ruling means that basically, like whether abortion is legal is now like on a state by state basis. Okay, which is yeah, that's not great. Whatever states already have like a state law that uh, like backs up Roe v. Wade, abortion will still be legal, and like there won't be any like ambiguity about whether or not it will be legal to get an abortion in the states. States that don't have their own like separate state laws about like whether or not you can have an abortion, it's up for grabs whether or not it's legal to have an abortion in that state. And then there are going to be a but there's already like 24 states that are in the process of moving legislation through the le- state legislatures outright banning abortion, similar to the Texas law. So by Christmas, you could have a situation in which at least 26 states across the United States have similar, if not exact, bill language of the Texas bill passed into law. That That's a very likely scenario by the end of the year. Sam Cedar would used to talk about this a bunch, and I assume he's uh, having a bit of a field day with all this right now. I can't entirely blame him. I mean, but on the other hand... I mean, people I, I do... were... I like when he's right because he has so much evidence... Yeah, the clip of him yelling at Jimmy Dore about how, like, this was going to happen, like, four years ago. Like, that was making the rounds recently, so. It's a very strange thing to see, like, people being like, oh, this is, like, something that would happen in other countries, even though this is, like, a distinctly American thing to do. Yeah, America is a right-wing, draconian country. There's so many people who can't cope with the reality of what the United States actually is, that we have to be like, oh, this is, like, some shit that would happen in, like, a banana republic, and it's like, we are the banana republic. 
We are a banana. Most we people are, are thinking the, We are the banana hammock republic. Blue pill, red. I don't remember which one does what. Most of us, most of us are taking that pill, so that we don't have to face shit, it. baby. But in an interesting like juxtaposition, within a week of United States Supreme Court doing this vote on Roe v. Wade, the Mexican Supreme Court today handed out a unanimous ten nothing decision overturning a law in a state province that basically criminalized abortion. So the Mexican Supreme Court handed down the unanimous decision tacking in the other direction, basically opening the, the gates to like decriminalizing abortion in a majority Catholic country. And the reasoning for the decision was, quote, it has nothing to do with, about abortion. It has everything to do with bodily autonomy, which is kind of a big deal because Mexico is still very much and always has been a majority Roman Catholic country. Hmm. Well, Ireland legalized abortion a couple years ago. 2019, New Year's. It's another well, majority yeah. Catholic country. Our, Catholic our Roman Church Catholic taking L's everywhere. Get those abortions, baby. Roll them out. Abortions for some. Miniature. Guess how many abortions they performed in 2019? A million. 6,666. Oh, that rules. <laughs> Stove. That's it's also awesome. like pretty sizable given the fact the country is only like 5 million population. Speaking of actually Satan and abortion. What uh, is that fucking over there? I was going to mention that. <laughs> My homie and uh, abortion survivor just announced that <laughs> they're, uh, they're writing another album. <laughs> and the cover of the first album is like an overturned gurney with like a trail of slimy blood leading around an alleyway. So pretty fitting. It's probably what Texas is actually going to look like by the time the album drops. God. <laughs> God. Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Abortion is a good thing. Texas also today passed a law that basically is going to make it possible for non-white people to vote. Abort everyone. <laughs> well, I mean, let everybody have access to abortion. What was that, Wait, Joe? Non- non-white people can vote? What? The Texas legislature passed a law today. It's basically going to make it impossible for non-white people to vote. How so? It's eliminating, like, drive-through voting, ballot harvesting. Uh, it's going to, like, basically make it a lot lot more difficult if not impossible for like large urban areas to do early voting with the explicit intent of trying to make it harder for non-white people to be able to vote in texas because of how well the democrats did last cycle hmm fuck texas y'all yeah not the citizens but the people who run the state the The concept of texas concept of texas is pure america gotta love it baby I do remember when I was growing up and, like, the odds, they would threaten every other year to, like, secede. That's just the spirit of Texas. You just, you always, you always say you're going to secede, but this year you just got a little bit too drunk. You don't want to <laughs> leave the porch. It's hot out. You know, <laughs> they'll secede next year. It's fine. It's humid. Wow. <laughs> and this rocking chair is very comfortable. <laughs> yes. Before I forget, I would like to say that we keep fucking over Afghanistan, even if we're leaving, because the United States froze all of the assets in the Afghan central bank to prevent the Taliban from having access to money. And now the UN is like, oh, all the public services are failing because, oh, wait a minute. That's because the government doesn't have access to money because the US froze all of their assets. Hmm. Why would someone do such a thing? Deja vu. Hmm. It's going to happen again. I'm sick of this fucking story. I want to change the channel, US foreign policy. You've been watching this (laughs) shit for too fucking long. Yeah. God damn it. Either we're going to like reinvade the country or try to do like a european central bank style like 
regime change through like finance measures, economically strangling a country until it gives up. So just adding to the positive news the week. Only time will tell. Although time will tell that the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. But it'll take time. There, there'll be time between now and <laughs> there then, will be. I guess. Time. Why the fuck were we even in that? Anyways, whatever. <laughs> so moving on to other recent news. Yesterday, the U.S. federal government shot off the federal unemployment insurance booster <sighs> on Labor Day of all days. Yeah, those sons of bitches. You son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Furthering what. My conclusion that uh, Marty Walsh is a piece of shit because as Labor Secretary... He Marty Walsh just, don't give no fucks about anyone else. He shrugged his shoulders and was basically like, yeah, like, fuck people. <laughs> the gist of what he said was like, yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. So 9.2 million people were on the federal unemployment insurance rolls as of last week. And according to the Census Bureau's household survey polls, which keeps track of like how many people are on the unemployment insurance and, like, how many people are in, like, a household that is benefiting from the unemployment insurance. Most recent survey came to the conclusion that uh, for every household that is benefiting from unemployment insurance income, there are about 3.8 people living in those households. So this unemployment insurance shot off will affect above 35 million people, which is approximately 10% of the entire U.S. population. Hmm... People are going to be losing up to as much as $300 a week in income. And this is coming in spite of the fact that there are still 5.7 million fewer jobs than there were before the pandemic, which Matt Brunig estimates in the article I put in the show notes, estimates that like it would take at least six months in a healthy economy and like good times to be able to make up that kind of gap in employment let alone, like, we're in, like, the worst recession in American history. So we're basically just turning off unemployment insurance just for the sake of punishing 10 million people just for shits and giggles, I guess. It's because if you're poor and unemployed, it's because you have a moral failing, Joe. Or as members of yeah. my family would like to say, also my coworkers, it's like, oh, well, it's because they just can't pass a drug test. What was that? Why there's so many unemployed people? It's because they can't pass drug tests. And I'm like, that's not the answer. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's a really fucking an outlook from like 1983. Jesus. Yeah. Sorry you live in that house, Joe. It's an I'm sorry you live in 1983, Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 1983. Yep. Do not recommend. Your house is from like 1940-something. That, that's, yeah. that's an old house. I, I don't understand how people like survive the 80s without like their brains being damaged in some way. There was a lot of cocaine, so. Yeah, and their brains house, were damaged. I don't think anybody did survive. By the cocaine, so. There was cocaine, yeah. Ronald Reagan, disco, oh no, not disco. Uh, disco was in the 70s, and don't you speak, yeah. you speak ill of disco, bro. <laughs> I, I'm getting the decades wrong. What what, what was the terrible uh, genre of music that came about in the 80s? No, there was good music in the 80s. There was New Wave. Yeah, New Wave. Was, new Wave sucked. And, and there was no, like, pop, fuck you. pop shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, new wave and like like glam metal. You know what pisses sucks. me off about eighties music almost as much as Bell sucks. Quote unquote metal being the redefined as <laughs> is that all the snares have so much reverb. Why the fuck do you need so much reverb on it? As was the style at the time. You don't. You don't. Care. That was I mean, literally I can't... what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you hung an onion on your belt. 
pingy fucking snare sound. I don't know. No, the ping the pingy snare is fine, but like the synthesized snare with oh yeah oh and like a the eight eight shit ton of reverb on it. That was the style at the time. It doesn't yeah, even I sound like a snare. I just kind of searched 80s ballads on YouTube, and I swear to God, this was the first thing I clicked on, and it's perfect. I don't know. I feel like we have more important bones to pick. Joe, you got some more news? You got some more bones to pick? Some more important bones? Yeah. I have a bone to pick with Germany, specifically the Green Party. Oh, yeah, this shit. Jesus. They're having uh, their federal elections next month, and it's important because Germany, basically, they're the most dominant economic powerhouse in the European Union. And when it comes to climate, they're important because they wield all of this economic power. And the Christian Democrats, which is like center right to right wing party, they've been in power one form or another since 2005. The Green Party has been uh, out fundraising them and... They beat the Christian Democrats in the last couple of local elections and EU parliament elections. And libs are looking at them as this like great salvation. It's like they're like centrists who like have like the rhetorical flourish of, oh, you like want to do something about the environment. But like we want to be like shit libs, but like with an environmental facade, we want the aesthetic of like environmentalism, but we still want to do austerity. And it's just appalling to see that trying to like, brand yourself as this political formation that actually gives a shit about global warming while just basically pursuing the same policies of not even approaching what would be necessary for global warming. That's what politics are for like the aristocracy. It's like uh, who plays the who Who plays plays the the character of progressive better? (laughs) Yeah, Obama understood that. It's just annoying to see because everyone's like hailing the Green Party as like the great savior. It's like no, it's just austerity politics, different branding. Well, in in positive news, the uh, Communist Party of Kenya had its first ever Women's League convention on July 31st. Hell yeah. I just felt like we needed some... Bring a call of solidarity. We wish them best in their work and hope they achieve their goals. Hope we all do. Joe, so sh- show some solidarity. Give them a Can hell yeah. Can we just skip to the communism part? Give them a hell yeah. God damn it. <laughs> do what I ask. <laughs> I I will give a hell yeah. I, I want a nap. Joe, give him a nap. That's yeah. so much to ask for. <laughs> to be able to have enough free time to like take a nap, or to not need a nap. Yeah, in the first place. It's been so long since I haven't needed a nap. Been so long since I needed. It's been a, a while. Nap. It's been a while. Oh yeah. Since another I've been able to take a news. nap on my own. It's been a while. Sorry. Although they're not like official Amazon unions, a lot of Amazon workforces are unionizing. Hell uh, yeah. And a lot of Starbuckses are trying to. Hell uh, yeah. Up there in Buffalo, northern New York. Like one of the most, more maddening things about how like our labor system works in this country where like we don't do sectoral bargaining, which would give workers like a better hand. It's like, oh no, we just got to do like shop by shop instead of let's just have everybody in this sector organized for one contract. You got to do this tedious one workplace well, at a time. I mean, that's what it is to unionize in America. It's a very slow, arduous process because of the laws. They make it very hard to make these things possible. We're a country that just can't have nice things. Yeah, no, exactly. And we have politicians who whose favorite 
song in the hymn sheet is singing the hymn of better things aren't possible and that you need to be happy with that. There's a hymn that, that, that yeah. Things aren't Go fuck yourself. I mean, <laughs> that was basically the gist of Amy Klobuchar's campaign. You can't have nice things because I said so. Fuck you and deal with it. And I can respect that honesty though. My tits look good in the blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apologize, Amy Klobuchar. Don't sue our show. Please don't, don't. Don't beat me with a stapler. Yeah, don't. <laughs> oh, God. Don't yeah, she's not anyone you want to pick up. With a hairbrush. I, I remember yeah, there was this one comb. presidential debate where she was, like, visibly, like, vibrating with rage. It seems that, like, in the commercial break, she just started, like, whipping staplers at interns to calm down because she seems to have mellowed out a little bit. Yeah, we love our crazy queen. She could have been our mm. crazy fucking queen, dog, but no. We're not going to forgive any student loans because you don't deserve it. Thanks for the honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my student loans forgiven. We ain't going to forgive shit because my hair is all shitty in a blizzard, dog. Mr. Mr. President. Mr. President. Yeah. Going back to uh, my tits look a- bad the blizzard. Amazon <laughs> and unionizing, the NLRB declared the Bessemer election results null. So they might have another chance of doing it. I think they are holding another vote. Yeah, they are. Because the NLRB threw it out because there were enough complaints that like Amazon violated federal labor laws. Well, that's a big surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm just trying to... This This is not the greatest... This is not the happiest news... It's something, ...week though. cycle. Yeah. It's been shitty. <laughs> Speaking of news... Fucking... And straight ass. Yeah. <laughs> straight ass. What do you guys think? Okay, Michael the... K. Williamson died. Sucks. God what do you it. guys think of the mayoral election that's happening next week in Boston? As the sole member of the pod who doesn't actually live in Boston, I'm curious as to what everyone else's take is. We hope Michelle Wu wins. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, make and an John informed choice Paul. for Michelle Wu. No, I mean, like, do you Del guys Mondo think she can win? Well. Two legends I think she has the shot. I wouldn't be surprised if she made it to the final two. Yeah, dog. We love it. She's bowling real good. Bowling real good. As I said before, a very cynical son of a bitch. And so... That's why I'm asking, because I'm also rather cynical. (laughs) We've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) I want a less than cynical take. It helps with the normies that Elizabeth Warren's backing. Woo. I know it's anathema to like say positive things about Warren, but like she still does have some sway with normies. It's true. Boston may not be a anarcho-communist paradise, but I no, mean, most not. people <laughs> most people agree that like it would be cool to ride the T for free. There's a lot of fucking students around here. Like students, yeah, generally are for students would be are great. consigned to the fact that like they're for just everyone, fucking actually. broke for the foreseeable future. Life is very bleak if you're a student. Or a disabled person. Or a disabled person. <laughs> There's a variety of things you yeah, can be. Yeah, or a black it's like, person. It's not like the T has never yep. done like free fares, because at the beginning yep. of the pandemic for the first couple of months, the T was free to ride. And on yep. like holidays, like 4th of July, after, like I think Got it's like 9 o'clock at night, the T is free to ride after like 9 p.m. until closing. It must be real. It's not like the T gets a ton of revenue from ridership, even though passes are expensive. It's mostly money that's been allocated for like state spending even though it's fucking privately managed to give you an idea as per the fiscal year 2020 financial audit the mbta generated 545 million 650 thousand 
in transportation revenue, while capital grants and contributions totaled $991,626,000. Non-operating revenue, that's tax dollars, the CARES Act, contract assistance, etc., totaled nearly $1.7 billion. So the net increase from 2019 to 2020 was more than $1.1 billion, even after wages, benefits, and all operating expenses. The Transportation Authority also has capital assets valued in excess of $11 billion. It's a quasi-public thing. Yeah, it's a public-private, it's a PPP, the public-private partnership. (laughs) Which is why it sucks. Yeah. Anything yeah. with that many P's can't be good. But yeah, yeah okay. Boston so fucked it up. At least where I live, I know the majority of Alstonians take public transit. Alstonians. That's just a statistical fact that most people who live here take the T. So that's Stonians. already in Wu's favor. Mm-hmm. And although Boston's economy is super resilient compared to really most other places, especially compared to West Virginia or... West Virginia. Most of the South, because most of the South is heavily unused. Most of the South and most of the Midwest, excluding the big cities. Boston's economy is quite resilient. And uh, mm. even so, people are still really feeling the fucking hurt. And I know that for a fact because, like, people reach out to the mutual aid group that are, by all other standards, would appear to be like a normal, you know, quote unquote, middle class citizen, have a degree, probably have an office job, but. You know, for whatever reason, they just can't afford to fucking watch their kid anymore or something like that. Everybody is feeling it a little bit except for the fucking landlords. And yet the landlords are the one making all the noise. Fuck them. They got enough subsidies to make it through. You shut up, man. (laughs) And then some. So fuck them. Landlords fucking. Those are all wild forms of cope. It's fucking losers. Being a landlord, it's not a job. Get a job. The problem with being a landlord is eventually you run out of other people's money. The majority of the people who live in Boston are working class people. <clears throat> exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. People with money, they tend to live in suburbs. And mm-hmm. although there are neighborhoods of Boston that are sort of suburban, the people who live in Brighton, for instance, they're not loaded. You know what I mean? Like, they're renting. Ain't no broken. So actually, about 38% of Massachusetts residents are renters. Hmm. It's a lot. It's a significant number. We talked about this before and I cut it out of the episode because it would have been like an hour and a half if I hadn't cut it out. But the candidates of color in this mayoral election that represent Bostonians are the ones that aren't being talked about. Such as? I mean, really, the only two that are worth talking about are Andrea Campbell and Michelle Wu. And Andrea Campbell. Well, she was endorsed by the Globe, so somebody likes her. And its name is the Boston Globe. Oh, hold on. I found it. The Globe editorial staff said they backed Campbell because of her sense of urgency on the city's biggest issues, including the education and justice systems, and her more vibrant approach about the city than her opponents. Vibrant. Education ranks really high in, in terms of concerns in the city. It's pretty... Like, <laughs> it's, it's just... It's surprising. Really cool. There are a lot of schools, but it's like all the schools in, in Boston are like good schools, so it's like surprising. This outburst of laughter warrants an explanation. 
Scott said, quote, education ranks pretty high in terms of concerns in the city. But at the time of recording, on my end, it sounded like a combination of issues rank pretty high and vibrance ranks pretty high, both of which would have been solid jokes. Yes, my brain is broken. Thank you. Anyways. Anyways, whatever. Right. <laughs> Except for be you. She scored high on the vibrancy <laughs> scale. That's what did it. That's what, uh... Another vibrancy scale. Yeah. Uh... Which, translation, vibrancy. Uh... We want to make it easier for real estate developers to, like, do whatever the fuck they want. That's what I hear when I hear people talking about the vibrancy of, like, a, a city or whatever. Yeah, what the fuck else does it mean? So, to summarize... What I think Kim Janie is going to do is I think she's going to like bill herself as the only the only representative of the black community in Boston. Which is confusing Hmm. because Andrea Campbell is in the race. I mean, if she doesn't make it to the top two, then her name is going to like disappear. You know, yeah, I've seen her ads lately and it's like, what do I have that the other men didn't experience, baby? Like, (laughs) which I mean, if you work for fucking McKinsey or whatever for like. 10 years like yeah that's experience which not to say that she didn't do that but i mean when you work for marty walsh yeah experience at working for people who are pieces of shit yeah your experience is just like is perpetuating the problems that have put boston in this position where things are so fucking bad like that's just saying that she's entrenched in the political system already i have marty walsh do all his bad policies vote for me you love it vote for me so i can keep doing them yeah, essentially, that's kind of what the race is. It's just like, are we actually going to do something different, or are we just going to do the same fucking shit that we've been doing for fifty fucking years? Because are we still the city going to do like? Is one of the most undemocratic and fucking ass backwards corporate democrat states or cities? Excuse me, strong mayor fucking rule. City council basically has no say on anything we fucking do. Everything sucks here. It's it's bad. Are we going to do something If you're something thinking different? of moving to Boston, if you're a capitalist, you're going to do it anyways. But if you're thinking of moving to Boston and you're a progressive, I don't know. It's no, tough we, out we here. need you. I mean, Please we do need here. you, but it's tough out here. Are we going to do something different? Or are we going to continue giving the pol- Boston Police Department a $4 billion budget? But we're going to have like a smile or some kind of kente cloth speech while we're doing it. Pig uniforms. We're going to kneel. Yeah. Everybody likes that. We're going to make sure that every cop gets your pronouns right when they're bashing your face in, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they will be That's like... the progress we can offer. I've made this joke before on this or show, by the way. We're giving cops, like, a different color billy club for, like, each pronoun. So, like, the cop needs to get your pronouns right so you can bash your face in with the correct color billy club. They're color-coded. Yeah. That means you could just prevent all cops from beating you by refusing yeah. to... The yep. queer bank is gonna seize your oh, assets. Yeah, queer bank. <laughs> Fucking queer bank. I queer can't bank's gonna seize your assets. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that I could talk about in regards to Michelle Wu, but she's great. One we thing love her. that definitely like separates her from the rest is that she's calling for an outright abolition of the BPDA, which is the <laughs> Planning and Development Association. Fucking yeah, baller baby. ass shit right there. That's a badass oh, right sorry. there. You want a Planning badass development ruling? agency. Yeah, so. it's an incestuous board of a bunch of fucking people who used to be developers and used to be venture capitalists, and they all suck each other's dicks. And it sucks. I mean, that's what and the it, Democratic it Party is, though. Really work. I mean, yeah, sure, but like in this city, that's the reason why this. They, they are the reason why the city's been overdeveloped. They are the reason why we have the shitty seaport, which is falling into the sea. <laughs> it's great. It's great. 
They asked Fuck Michelle em. Wu, like, what is her least favorite part of Boston? And her answer was the seaport. Yeah, the seaport sucks dick. Yep. <laughs> it's just this place for fucking rich fucking yuppie pieces of shit. I mean, it's for rich white people. Whatever. She's so good at framing those answers, though. She's not like, because it sucks. She'll say, like, because it's very sad, like, we could have <laughs> done something that did. actually benefited the community. I know. Like, you I guys want, ran for mayor, you would <laughs> say, because it sucks. I want a candidate like that. that. Yeah. Boston has come away, but it's not there yet. At least for, like, some of the people in Southie, they're going to be fucking, they're going to feel uncomfortable just about voting for a fucking Asian woman. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, and she's from Chicago. A lot of oh, the fucking God. comments that are, like, critical or, or detracting are like, oh, you're from Chicago. You're going to bring Chicago's ruin to our city. And it's like... Yeah. And plus, like, Chicago, the first the first three letters of Chicago also start with, like, the most outdated yeah, fucking it, Asian slur that they're, they're all going to say. They're all the gonna problem say with it. Chicago is that the mayor has too much control and relies too heavily on the cops to control the city like a police state. So that's the problem with Chicago. Uh, Michelle Wu is trying to not do that here. It's trying to do the exact opposite. So, hey, <laughs> fucking hell. Just to be fair to Andrea Campbell, I haven't actually read her platform yet, so I want to look at some of it. Andrea Campbell's not that bad, but she's like, she's Michelle Wu light, basically, you know? She's not bad, though. Not if bad, she was mayor, like, it wouldn't be bad, but like, it would... Uh, but also the tea wouldn't be free. Yeah, exactly. Like, she doesn't go that far on things. But she does support a lot of the same policy. Her position is like, we should do like a means-tested pilot program to see what it would be like for like certain bus lines for like certain groups of people to like not have to Ooh, pay bus fare. sensible. You know, Michelle But Wu. like that's what Michelle Wu is doing right now with having Route 28 fucking be free. That's the fucking pilot program. It's happening in real time. Andrea Campbell, you fucking lost out. Sorry. Yeah, and Michelle Wu knows you need to ask for $8 million in order to get to... So she's going there. Okay, here's the difference is Andrea Campbell's the official statement on how to deal with the Boston Police Department is to re reallocate ten percent of the budget. To where? And isn't ten percent only like wouldn't that only be like ten percent? No, that's that's still a lot because the Boston Police Department gets a lot of fucking money. Scott, that's ten percent of four billion dollars. I know. I was yeah, I mean like that's the thing, yeah. I mean like yes. She lays out a lot of the issues, but like reallocating 10% of the budget doesn't solve issues of inequitable access to high quality education, housing, jobs, mental health services, and treatment. That is also true. Correct, sir. Although she does say that the root causes of violence and homicide in Boston are, quote, often poverty and trauma. Mm. Instead of always poverty and trauma. Instead of just because... You pull your pants up there. Uh, Gotta get them bootstraps and the pants up. <laughs> pull themselves up by their pants. <laughs> pull themselves pull your up. Boots. Like, <laughs> pull your boots up by your pants straps. <laughs> exactly. That's what we gotta do. It's what we gotta teach the people to do. You know, pull yourself up from your boot pants straps. Pants straps. So yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> we want Michelle Wu. I endorse Campbell, we but I, I already voted for Michelle Wu, so like, we already you guys know where Michelle I stand Wu. on that. Uh, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You can't see, but I was doing like. So, if a you're a listener to the show last, week, last week, make an informed decision and vote for Michelle Wu. Yeah. Don't even make a decision. Ba-da, 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 ba-da. Just vote for Michelle yeah. Wu. Don't even, make, don't even put yeah. a brain thought into make an it. Un- just, even if you weren't paying see attention the, to any see of that. Michelle Wu and just put the fill in the circle. Even if you, know? you don't know what a mayor is, do just it. do it. And then vote for some other people. Do you uh, as we say. And then write in Bindi. I don't have write, write Bindi yeah, write in, in Bindi, for all. Write in Carlene. Other positions. Yes. Carlene, Bindi, Squirrel, Smudge, and Sabotage. It's a lot of ass names. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> tell us something we can't make up. Here's something you can't make up. Fucking Matrix 4 shit coming out today. Ooh, baby. So excited. Anyways. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. The Matrix 4, they released uh, teasers to the fucking trailer that's going to come out in two days. There's going to be another one. There's going to be the full trailer. It's going to be in two days, baby. But what is the Matrix.com, baby? Relaunched. It's interactive. They got like three or four different teasers. So, Oh, here we go. We're doing Fat Bear Week. Here we go. That's right. Thing you can't make up that is for this week is something Scott showed me, which is just really sweet and wholesome, and I really like it. I guess in this national park in uh, Alaska, Kat, Katmai National Park, they have a lot of bears. They got a lot of large bears, and right before the bears hibernate, they build up a lot of body mass so that they can survive while they're sleeping and not going out and getting food, and they get real chunky. So chunky. Quite chunk. So beautiful and chunky. Much chunk. And there is a tournament every year, which Explore.org runs, which is just, a, I think it's just like a basic elimination tournament, you know, like Sweet 16 kind of thing. Vote for your favorite chunk. And I love it because it's like, it should be, you know, a very simple, a simple thing, right? Like, is this bear fatter than this other bear? <laughs> <laughs> but you get to decide. You get to vote. Well, I would say I really think it's so much about that. More, it's just like which is your favorite. It's not really what you. It's probably no, what it is. If you look at the ones that have the Hall of Champions, it's like every year they just seem to get more and more obese. It is beautiful. It really is. I mean, for Christ's sake, look at four thirty-five Holly. Those are some rolls right there. Oh that is, yeah. Ooh. Feast your eyes on this beauty. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, She's luscious. Whoever is is doing this segment oh, in shit. four weeks or on the 23rd, the 28th rather, is gonna bring it back up because then at that point oh, the yeah. contest will be open and you can vote. You can vote at that point. Who is your favorite enormous bear? Dude, bead nose in 2018 though. Wow, what a boy. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's kind of a cheap shot because oh, like. My God. Look at the stance. He knows it's kind of sitting, so it's going to scrunch the fat up more. Look at fucking Otis in 2017. He's sitting up, and that thing is just, oh, he's so round. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I love all the little links to the other articles they have at the bottom, because one of them is just like, all the bears are fat this year. (laughs) All the bears are fat this year. All the fat bears are in the bears. Which is a good thing. Like, it would be, that's... See, that's the sad All thing. Is the like, I'm fat. fat bears. But that's not that's that's bad thing. But there are bears. If I was gonna bears. hibernate, it's fucking. <laughs> what month is it? It's fucking September. It's too early for me to be this fat. 
I mean, the the the, the voting opens in a couple of weeks. Holly, Holly, he's saying I should throw my picture in there with the seven fourteen, seven nineteen. Well, I don't know. You're not I like grow my beard you're not out. A, a, eight twelve, <laughs> eight fifty six. You're not a queer I'm definitely man. gonna do that. I'm gonna grow my beard out. I don't have to like do anything elsewhere because I'm a hairy motherfucker. One twenty eight grazer. This could be my moment to shine. I never thought I would see the day. Those were our bears. You know what? I might have to cancel my. I have like a, an appointment with a weight loss doctor. This is real, by the way. <laughs> I might oh, have man. to cancel that if I want to win this. Gonna be a fat bear for this year. Yeah, they're coming, baby. When does it start? September 29th to October 5th. Oh, it's so soon. Yeah. Oh, baby. I promise you, you will hear about it again on the Epoch Vink. Yeah, we're going to be fucking discussing that. When does... uh, 29th? Yeah. 29th is a Wednesday. So, yeah, it's 28th. Well, yeah, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. We'll record the day before. Yeah. I got to start, like, rooting around and camping park, like, (laughs) national park, parking lots. (laughs) Trash cans. Yeah. 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 Sitting, yeah. in, sitting in a river, just like batting fish Eat out of the, the river. Bears. Yeah, yeah. The bears, a fat bear. We, you want to meet the bears? Yeah, you do. The bears. They're so nice. They're so nice. The bears. Is seven forty-seven so the name of like? Yeah. Is that an arbitrary <laughs> number? Because well, it's probably like like the number that they have, so that they right. can keep, keep track fact, of like yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, right. it's also. They probably just like okay, that's also like ironic because it gets fast. Yeah, it's like it doesn't have like a secondary name like the yeah. rest of them do. It's just yeah, seven forty-seven. Like just seven forty-seven. He's an airplane. The bear airplane. The airplane. Like the ones with the lower numbers have names. Sorry, I'm just like, <laughs> Maybe they ran out of names or they got tired of naming them. Yeah, I like how they, they talk about them. The same connection to the bears. So. They say bears. like nine zero nine, like they spell it out. Nine zero nine is a young female with grizzled brown fur. <laughs> She's tolerant and playful of other bears. They know so much about these bears. Four two zero is one of the largest <laughs> dull females at Brooks River. She has a medium brown fur, tan color claws. And a crescent or crescent ears. <laughs> During years when she is not caring for cubs, she is quite fat in the late summer and fall. Oh, yeah. Few bears can rival 402's maternal experience. Oh, holy shit. Oh, they shit. didn't spell it out there. They just put the number. Oh. Sons of bitches. Some 32 chunk. Say 32. 719 is a young adult. Oh, my God. 151 walker. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, that boy. Seven forty seven is a butt. very large adult male with a wide set peg like ears and a blocky muscle. Wow. I, dude, that is rotund like, AF. Just imagine touching that fucking bear's ass and just like, oh so big. Oh, I would <laughs> hug it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Look at Holly's old cub. Yeah, Holly's cub rules. Oh, it's all these bears rule. Yeah, all these bears are oh. the shit. <laughs> oh, it's so fuzzy. Bears are good. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, unless they're god. like eating you, but like you know that only. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want any of these bears to get near That's you. That's probably happening because of something you did. So. Yeah. <laughs> and if they problem. do eat you. You will, yeah. That's that's YP. Yeah, no, seriously. How you? If you do get eaten by these bears, you will be helping them survive the winter. So consider it. <laughs> Hell yeah, you're doing a good. No, help you help them. I don't think seven forty-seven was like. <laughs> I think that just is a coincidence, which is perfect. Seven four seven. Like a jet. He's found most often. He's a skilled in and efficient angler. Jumbo jet. This plane. <laughs> This plane is a bear is catching fish. Anyways, it's the epoch of incredulity. Anyway. 
It is. It's That's incredulous. Right. Uh, baby. Sure My name is Scott. You can find me at whatisthematrix.com. Also on SoundCloud and Bandcamp at Sweaty Wife. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at the same name, baby. But for the most part, I'm probably just going to have Matrix takes. So get ready for that. Should Joe go or should little Havala go? Who wants to go? <laughs> I'm Joe. 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 You can find me on the internet, but I'm not really there. It's a figment of your imagination. <laughs> I just don't have It's just time. ones and zeros. So, you want yeah. us to say where we can find you? Joe's got an Instagram. He's got a Twitter. I do. Uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter. Like, you're fucking adding to your stories today. It's not like you don't. Anyways, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at jlfb 96 lamenting how the Red Sox have turned into the Mets, and you can find me on Instagram at jlfb 1996 Not that I'm really active on either. Again, he uh, updated his stories in the past forty-eight hours. So this is what he says. But we love him, and we know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> uh, the people should know too. Hava. I'm Hava. I want to give a, a shout out to all of my my heebs in the world today. All the heebs. Today is uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah in the year 5782. 5782. So, Shana Deva, and may you be inscribed and sealed in the book, the Book of Life, for a sweet and excellent year. Book of Life. You can't find me on the... That's actually not true. You can't find Ellie on the internet, so that's whatever. But I uh, I do the psychic readings. You can send me a message on readingsbychava.com to get one. I charge on a sliding scale. My name is spelled C-H-A-V-A. Readings by Chava. Yeah, or... Darmok and Hatanagra. His eyes uncovered. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep emailing that email. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do check it, so yeah. <laughs> and he's Jesse. I'm Jesse. Mm-hmm. You can find my music on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Contingents Boston. I do. I am working Slam on a song right now, <laughs> and it is fucking sick. Slam camp, I might put a preview of it. Uh, no, I'm probably not, actually. I'm going to drop the whole thing at once at some point soon. But it's going to be heavy. and it's gonna got inc- slams. And it's going to incorporate some synth. Ooh. So Bolo for that. Bolo. I'm going to hit up comrade-rosie.org. It's like one or more mutual aid groups. Oh, fuck. I forgot the other part. Uh, <laughs> remember to hit up comrade-rosie.org. Click that Getting Involved tab and choose one or more mutual aid groups to donate your time, labor, and or money to because people really need your help right now. And since I didn't have anything spicy for this episode, I will give a recommendation for a slam album. The recommendation for this week is Uh the EP entitled Excruciating Malformations of Abhorrent Descent by Defleshed and Gutted. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, it. Just, you know, you might want to write it, take a note. It's a pretty good long name. Anyways, yeah. What was that? Defleshed and gutted? Yeah, defleshed and gutted. Defleshed and gutted. That's, you know. It's, it's, They're fucking it's, sick, it's yo. I ordered name. some merch from them and, like, <laughs> I, like, was talking to their drummer on Facebook Messenger. They're sociable individuals. Well, we love to hear that. They're also from Texas, so. Uh-oh. Solidarity. <laughs> so, so they need your help. Yeah. <laughs> they need your patronage. <laughs> 
<laughs> Please. Over the cross border abortions, church. people dying. We don't want it, baby. We don't we want, want all, that. We want to respect the autonomy of all people. We cannot eliminate abortions, only safe and legal ones. Right. And by the way, you should go to patreon.com slash epicincredulity to find all our bonus content, access to our Discord. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at epicincredulity. And TikTok and Clapper. And we're on the TikTok which TikTok just suppressed YouTube in terms of view time, which is like kind of makes sense though, because it's a lot easier to like watch a 30 second video a million times in a row and show people it than it is to watch like a 14 long, thank you, 14 minute long video and be like, here, watch this. This is going to take some time. Yeah. So yeah, on YouTube you get like a 45 second ad. I wouldn't say it's like, you know, the beginning of the end, but you know, as we say, Yeah, this is just something that we say. Yeah. Happy <laughs> we New open Year. our mouths and that comes Happy out. Happy whatever it is you're supposed to. What is it? Shana Tava. Yeah. Happy whatever it, it is. Yeah. Happy that was that other thing whatever that we is. say. We say whatever it is. We say <laughs> whatever the fuck. Well, <laughs> we say whatever we want. We say. There's no video of President Trump <laughs> sucking a ding dong. Actually. <laughs> And so what if there was? I'm actually really tired. I need to stop doing this. Yeah. Uh, we say, but tank. But tank. Uh, though. But tank. Though. But tank. Though. But tank. But. But tank, comma, though. No. Wet ass P word. Right. Yeah. And we say, that's your epoch, motherfucker. I really just suddenly got very tired. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about happy things, man. Yeah. Have love thing, you say, but tank though, and you're you just conk out. <laughs> Your body's like <laughs> the epoch of hyena. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>